Hello and welcome to the Honest Corgi Podcast. My name is James, and honestly, I'm just a corgi navigating through this journey of life. If you're looking for a podcast where you can listen to honest opinions, tips for life, or even just my embarrassing stories, you've come to the right place. So remember to hit that like button, subscribe, review on Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy your scheduled programming. Peace. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Honest Corgi Podcast. I am your host, James On, and here I am back after a almost an eight-month hiatus of not recording an episode. Uh, if you guys are wondering what I've been doing in that time, um, I've been just sitting away, rotting in my own home, in my own room, and doing nothing productive, and just being such a lazy couch potato. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to be doing all that, but... Pretty much, I took a long break, um, wanted to kind of reflect on how the year went, uh, especially with starting the whole podcast and all. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, um, a lot of things I definitely took into consideration in terms of this podcast and wanting to grow. Um, but after a lot of thoughts and reflection, I have come to the conclusion that I want to keep doing it. I, I realize that the number and the audience does not really matter um, because in the end of the day, I really made that podcast, this podcast, to sit in my thoughts and to really be able to express them. And there's this thing that people tend to have, which is the more you verbalize your thoughts, and whether you're talking to a friend or you're talking to yourself, there's a part in your brain that really feels like you learn more about it as you're verbalizing it. Um and so that's really why I kind of wanted to keep doing this podcast once again. Um, I really waited just for a time. I felt in my heart that I wanted to come back to it fully and that this is really what I wanted to do. Um, that's why I never was so uh, quick to come back right away and act like nothing was happening um, in that time frame. But yeah, I'm back, guys, and um, lots to discuss, lots to talk about. If you were a regular listener if you have been a continuous listener i thank you from the bottom of my heart to listening to this podcast um i know i don't release the the popular context or um the more likable topics but the fact that you sit here and listen to a 30 45 50 minute podcast of me just kind of talking about myself and my thoughts is really something encouraging to hear (laughs) even though you definitely could be doing something else i'm glad you're here and you cannot leave now you're under a spell and i do not allow you to leave ever okay (laughs) so you are here to listen and you're gonna listen to the rest of this podcast whether you like it or not (laughs) so anyways guys um yeah we're just gonna jump right into it so pretty much i guess kind of talking about life update in my life um i recently took a job and that job required me to move away from home move out of my comfort zone and to be in a place i like to call charlotte north carolina yeah, and uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the area, Charlotte, North Carolina, East Coast, right below Virginia, right above South Carolina, believe it or not, um, it's a very, very nice city place. I feel like it's been growing in terms of like the people here. Um, I heard the demographic of people is a, like 
on the younger side of things. Um, you tend to see a lot of younger people, college to young adult living around the city and in this area. Um, one thing I've learned is that they are always going to be doing construction because I've heard that Charlotte is continuing to grow into a bigger city to be one of those bigger, I guess, markets out there in the United States. And so you will always see construction around these parts. And it's insane because you don't sleep and wake up and not hear a sound of a drill or like construction going on within the city. Um, and so other than that, it's a really nice area. I moved to do a job uh, with a broadcasting company. Um, and basically I do master control for this broadcasting company, meaning that I operate uh, the news channels, station, TV stations that come our way. And I basically are in control of the entire playlist for the days, uh, the shifts. Um, and so I work in TV news, um, not something necessarily I was going out of my way to necessarily want to do for the rest of my life, but in terms of production and TV, which was a side of me that I studied a lot in college, I just wanted to kind of get a feel of it, kind of wanted to go out in that field, try it out, and I know I studied it, I know that this is what I focus all my studies on but to say i don't really want to do this without ever trying or going out into the field would feel i would feel like such a such a quitter and then and i i used to have a problem of always giving up too early on a project or something that i realized in the middle of it i cannot finish or i don't like but i wanted to change that and at least try it out at least go do it it was really out of my comfort zone to leave home uh, to leave a place I called home for the majority of my life and not only moving out but living alone, uh, starting a new job, middle of a pandemic, so it's really hard to meet people. That's the downside of the pandemic is that I cannot really greet and meet people in the same way that I used to do before the pandemic because it's you never really know what's going on out there. You never really know what kind of people you'll meet and i'm not saying anything towards people but just the kind of people that they meet and then they branch off branches off to many groups of people and that's just something you want to stay away and avoid um so it's been tough in terms of a social aspect just because i'm a really big extrovert i'm a really big people guy i love meeting people and talking to various kinds of people but the fact that i can't really do that on a regular basis is very challenging for sure living down here but <clears throat> in a way it's been fun. Um, a lot of alone time, which means I get to focus and sharpen a lot of skills that I have. I made a lot of mistakes just in terms of work uh, and the things I'm doing and things I'm trying out. And it's difficult. It's hard. But it's the fact that these things are difficult and hard that help me grow into a better person. It opens my eyes to things that I would previously ignore, um, such as how I handle mistakes, how I handle adversity. That's something I really feel like I ignored. I really pushed off all of last year just because there was really nothing super uncomfortable, super challenging for me to go through um, that really made me question and think about who I am. But recently in the times that I have been in Charlotte, I've sat down and, and reflected and, and thought, wow, these were moments that really were just so uncomfortable, were so challenging, and so difficult for me to just 
go through and and pass off as nothing it was something i really had to sit down and reflect and think about okay this is actually what happened this is what should have happened but let's not make this mistake again and that's something i feel like i really grew insensitive to being home alone at home alone being home inside stay at home all of last year because of the pandemic and it's just something that i realized i ignored and i didn't want that anymore i wanted to now embrace a side of me that hey it's gonna be hard the things that i try out things that i do um it's gonna be challenging you're gonna feel very uncomfortable through it you're gonna be challenging you're not gonna know the answer to everything that comes your way but then once you hit that realization point and acknowledge the fact that you don't know the answer and that you messed up, that is the best way for you to continually grow and stretch into being the person you, one, either strive to be or the person, or two, so one, the person that you strive to be or two, the person that you really are. And that's really the important aspect of it all, of accepting mistakes, of trying your best and everything, even though it might fail is that you grow inches closer to becoming the person that you really are. And at the end of the day, don't you really want to say to yourself that you were a genuine person, an honest person in that moment? Isn't that something that you really just want to be able to say? That's something I struggled with a lot in my time in college. I struggled to be an honest person with myself, with others, with many different things. And the fact that I'm learning this all now makes me think, one, dang, I, I wish I had this in college. But two, I don't regret it because it's all in those moments that led me to where I am today to finally learn what it is in terms of taking steps to be an honest person, to be genuine. And a big part of that is accepting the fact that you're a flawed person, that you're gonna make mistakes, but that you sh- that shouldn't stop you from trying those new things. That shouldn't stop you from doing something challenging just because you know it's hard or just because you know you're gonna quit and give up. Because once you're in it, I feel like it can really push your limits and put you in an uncomfortable area. And we, as humans, we hate being uncomfortable. I hate being uncomfortable. I really do. I I don't like when things get out of order, things get uncomfortable, and nobody likes that. Nobody really does. Like, let's be honest. Nobody likes that. But that's how we grow. That's how we change. Because when something is continuous in our lives in our peripheral vision the things that the same things that we see nothing will inspire us to change or notice anything about what's going on unless there's a quick drastic change in lifestyle or anything like look at the pandemic i feel like we were just regularly living our lives day by day doing the same things same same routine every single day whatever we were doing and then boom once a drastic change happened in the vicinity of people of people around you and everywhere around the world that's when you realize oh my goodness i was living this continuous lifestyle whether it's i was just going to work and during the weekdays coming back home getting ready for the next day meeting my friends on a friday saturday night if you're a religious person going to church on Sundays, that's the lifestyle everybody I feel like was generally living. And that's something they didn't realize they were living in until this drastic change in life happened with the pandemic. And so that's just kind of what woke people up. And so that drastic change in a lifestyle really can 
open up eyes, open up your mind and your thoughts about many different things. And so, um, yeah, pretty much that's just what I've been kind of reflecting on. There's been a lot of changes in my life. That's why I brought it up. A lot of new things to see, new areas to be in, new people I'm seeing, new skills being assessed. Um, it's challenging. It's tough, but that's part of life. And I really feel like if I can't embrace this now, then how am I going to handle change when I get older? You know, when I start to have dreams and aspirations such as having a family and, and having kids and and even my future job later down the road, like how am I going to handle adversity and change if this is something I can't practice now, right? So that's just kind of what's been going on in my life um, in terms of an update. Um, but I really did. <laughs> I really did. Oh, my voice crack. <laughs> I really did miss this podcast. <clears throat> I really missed just being able to talk freely, even though I know that there's not like a huge audience that I have. You know, I don't aspire to be famous. I don't aspire to have this set of audiences listening to me. Um, but the fact that I do have listeners that um, regularly ask me about my podcast and ask me how I'm doing and all these things shows that, oh, there are people that really do care about what I have to say. And that's really nice. You know, I don't depend on it. I don't live by it. I'm not saying my whole life is based off what other people think of me, but it is nice and encouraging to hear that people, oh, do have an interest in what I say or the things I talk about, or maybe it helps them become more of something that they want to be or who they are, you know? And so I'm not the type to brag or take any credit for anything crazy but um I, I have to thank all those viewers and listeners that really appreciated uh my podcast and just that break i took i'm really glad i came back just doing this podcast right now even i'm realizing i love to talk i love to just talk about so many different things it's crazy you know and in the future i would love to just have guests come and, and just do the podcast with me um and so that's just something that I have in store for the future. But moving on, let's talk about something that is very, one, relevant to me, two, it's in proximity of me, three, it's based off my whole life in a way, and four, it's an issue that I really feel like is kind of running under the radar around the United States right now. And that's something that I personally feel as if it needs to be addressed right away. And not only does it need to be addressed, but it needs to be addressed by many people to kind of make it a relevant thing and a common thing and a something that needs just people to be aware of. And that is the Asian brutality, the Asian American brutality and violence and crimes that are going against the Asian American community across the United States, specifically the elderly Asian people. Okay, if you guys didn't know, surprise, surprise, I too am an Asian American. Um, I technically was born in Korea, but majority of my life was born and raised in America. And so I identify myself as a Korean American, um, more generally an Asian American, right? And the thing with Asian Americans is that we, in a way, struggle with identity because we are in, almost like in the middle of what it means to be an Asian and what it means to be an American, all right? So for those that can relate, um, 
do you ever feel like for asian americans out there doesn't it feel like sometimes you have a hard time adjusting to the culture where you're really from which is the asian country your family's like culture and heritage is originated from and you have a hard time of what it feels like to be a real american like you're still not looked at and acknowledged as an american even though you might have a citizenship even though you might live here you might have a driver's license you have all these credentials that pretty much say and confirm that yes you are an american yet on the outside because of what you look like in your skin color sometimes people might not acknowledge you as an american and they still don't respect you as an american Yet when you go to your country that your family's originated from and you have a hard time speaking their language and sometimes it feels like you don't belong there either, like you're not really a true Korean. Like you might look Korean, but then your credentials, your insides, your voice, it's not quote-unquote Korean or Asian or Chinese or Japanese, right? Or Vietnamese. Like that's, I feel like, a struggle, for a lot of Asian Americans out there, right? And so it's it's almost like a middle ground for Asian Americans. And so that's why I feel like a lot of Asians that live in America tend to be more on the passive side in terms of news, conflict, uh, relevant things that are happening around the world. And yeah, it's it's we tend to not raise our voice up because within asian culture there's a lot of passivity a lot of kind of stay in your lane do your thing and and just work hard but work for your family and all these things so that's why you you rarely see a lot of people a lot of asian people kind of stand up for themselves and be outspoken and speak out about an issue because we tend to because asian people tend to lay low they tend to shy away from causing a scene because that's just not part of the culture that they're used to and they really just want to be able to stay within the shadows, not cause any trouble. Um, even if there's an issue, that's something that they tell themselves, this is something we can go through, it's not impossible. And so there's just this, like, almost like a like an area of like passivity that Asian cultures have within like their groups and their culture. And so, that's why I feel like not a lot of Asians families and Asian American families have spoken up about this issue as often. Um, but if you have an Asian American friend and you're a non-Asian person listening to this, ask them about this issue and just see how much they know about it. I bet you that a good amount of them know what's going on, but they're, we're way too passive as a culture to really speak out about it as if it's an issue pertaining to you and then once it becomes a personal attack to you that's when you feel like you have to kind of force yourself to act upon it that's the culture that asian americans i feel like live in and i'm not generalizing all of them as like this one group but typically how i see a lot of asian groups is it they're very passive they just want to do things by the book not cause any trouble do the right thing almost in a way right and i bring this up as a beginning topic just because it's kind of the basis of why this news isn't spreading as frequently and how people in america and other races have just viewed asian americans their whole lives right we're always looked as the bottom class and i'm not saying that we're like dirt poor or anything like there have been many successful people that are asian living in this country but 
I say that we are looked at the bottom and we are looked at the weakest because we don't speak up about issues. We don't have many significant people or people of power in America that are Asian or of Asian descent that really give us a voice, that really allow us to step up and that really give us a presence of who we are, right? When I look at black people in America, they're some of the strongest people I've ever seen, both physically and figuratively. <laughs> I have a lot of black friends. Um, I have a lot of black coworkers. And like, I love black people. They're some of my favorite people. But to me, my perception of black people generally has always been these guys these guys and girls are so strong are so powerful in voice and in, in just stature and just very skillful people right i've always viewed them as that but that's because there's so many leaders figures people of power that have stepped up and really gave those groups of black people that voice and that understanding hey we are relevant people we matter too we have this power within us that we can do if we just unite and stand up together you know i look at historical leaders such as mlk rosa parks malcolm x you know people like muhammad ali uh, michael jordan let's say like you know michael jackson at one point like these are figures in very different genres and groups that really have stepped up and give a voice to black people in the black community all around the united states right and that's still something they're fighting for as of today but that's a different topic for another day but for an example that's just what i mean in the asian american community you rarely see that type of figure that really can step up and be that voice for the asian american community and it's really tough because if you're not relevant if you're not of importance in america in terms of status and hierarchy it's really hard to have your voice be heard except in numbers right the numbers matter but if you're not a person of high stature, hierarchy, ranking, whatever it is, you're, you have a really hard time to have your opinion be heard. And so recently, there's been a lot of news coming out, you know, in various locations where Asian American population can be very heavy, such as West Coast, Orange County area, like Bay Area, San Francisco, like san diego california right seattle new york um and those are i'm just naming like big cities but there are asian american communities out there spread out throughout the united states but there has been a rise in asian american crimes and attacks towards asian americans so if you go online and if you go to google and if you just type in asian american hate crimes you will see a lot of recent articles and videos of asian american people getting attacked randomly on the street and not only is it just asian americans but it's elderly like the elderly are getting attacked elderly guys how is this not an issue the elderly which are people that asian culture really respects the the culture itself is based off respect towards elderly that's really asian american culture as a whole and respecting others always come after that. But respecting your parents, your family, and your relatives are the top priority for many things. So, of course, this is going to anger a lot of Asian people. But we conflict with the fact that we as a culture are just so passive and we don't want to speak out about something. Versus this is something that's happening to our people and we need to step up and do something about it. Right? And I'm not saying that... Like... 
uh, I'm saying Asian Americans because this isn't just happening to Korean Americans, but it's also happening to maybe Japanese Americans, Chinese Americans, Filipino Americans. And this is a time for, I feel like, all types of Asian groups to kind of gang up together and really speak up about this issue because we could have differences in culture in terms of different Asian countries, right? A lot of Asian American countries are very different in what they do and what they believe in and, and what what their culture is. People don't realize that, but there are very huge differences between each Asian country. But because we are an all in one Asia continent, that's just how they people generalize us. But this is an issue, this is a problem, and I guarantee you, if you read the articles, most of the time they're gonna say that the Asian American or Asian victim that was attacked did not provoke anything. He did not or she did not do anything to force a response from this person that might have hurt them. They did not do anything to provoke this person to do this hate crime on that person. There is nothing that they do per se personally that will make someone attack them at that random time, at that random moment. But it's because of the fact that they are viewed as weak they are viewed as insignificant in society and that they're Asian. They don't speak English, maybe. So they might not have an easy time reporting these things to the police. And they people know they can get away with that. That is so disrespectful. And it really makes me sad in my heart because I, as a person, love various cultures. You know, in the time of Black Lives Matter movement happened, I really did my best to support in any way. I donated to many Black Lives Matter fundraising and support. I went out to protest, peaceful protest, to just learn more about what's been going on and how I can help. Um, I've communicated with a few of my friends that happen to be black and just kind of asked them like how they feel about the situation. And this is what I can do for the most part just as one person. And... I'm really all for equality and races coming together, but this is an issue that I feel like needs to be addressed as well. Not in the same way as Black Lives Matter, because those are two different types of people. We're two different people groups. We can't compare their struggles with our struggles. It's different. But the fact that there's one common issue, and that's a racial-induced crime, and hate crime that's happening towards a group that's something i feel like needs to be addressed and i feel like a lot of races need to support what's going on but more importantly than that us as asian americans us as asian people we really need to step up i feel like to address it as an issue that hey this is relevant to us and we need you guys to be aware of it if we're going to be the ones that go be passive and not explain what's been going on in this situation, why would other people care about that? They're going to look at us like, oh, they don't really care about it. Their own people are getting attacked, but they're not doing anything about it. But it's an issue. It's a bad issue, and we really need to address it. And so I really challenge anyone that's Asian out there, Asian Americans, to just learn about what's going on. Make yourself aware. Do not be ignorant. Make yourself aware of what's going on today. Talk about it with your family. Talk about it with your friends that happen to be Asian American, maybe, or not Asian American. Just talk about it with them. Address what's going on. Make yourself aware. Think, brainstorm, think, and research of how you can make your community better. And if you see any Asian elderly out there, just like, I'm not saying it's your job to protect them. 
it's, you're not you're not obligated to do any of that, but just kind of keep an eye out for them, like support them. If you go to a Chinese restaurant or an Asian restaurant and you see elderly there that um, the owners or the chefs are all there and you know them, just let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you support them in any way that there's been this going on and that you want to do something to help them, make them feel protected. Um, it's an ongoing issue, and I, and I really feel like this is something that one, us Asians and Asian Americans need to step out of our comfort zone and really just address it as an issue that's going on. And two, we need to make this aware for other people to understand the struggles that we're going through or else we're going to continue this cycle of us being ignored, pushed down, beaten down, and looked upon as the bottom half of the group of people in America. Right? That's just something I really feel passionate about because I don't want to see my family get hurt. I don't want to see anyone that I know personally get attacked just because of how they look. And that's something that no one should really go through. That's why I wanted to support Black Lives Matter because no one should be looked upon as as insignificant and no one should be judged. No one should be at a disadvantage because of how they look. And if they so happen to look different from, I guess, a majority group of people. And this is an issue that needs to be addressed. And I personally feel very, very attached to it just because it's relevant to me. I'm an Asian American. I don't want to get attacked because of that. I don't want my family to get attacked because of that. I'm also not going to be just sitting around doing nothing about it. You know, I'm doing my best to research everything. Uh, on the news, you know, finding ways to donate, um, helping out local Asian businesses or restaurants in that area. In the same way, I even helped out black-owned businesses, you know. There are ways you can help out. You just need to go out and find it. You can't just sit there and wait for the answer to come to you until it starts hitting you on a personal level. No, this is something that I feel you can do even if you're sitting at home and it's not happening to you per se, but there are ways you can support it, right? And, and that's really at the end of the day is is just making people aware of what's going on and that you have a voice. And that's a voice that I feel like you can use to really step up and use and utilize for people around us, you know? And so that's just been what's going on and what's been on my mind. And really, that's kind of what ignited this podcast again you know i really wanted to address this issue just for the few people that might be listening that they might not be aware of or maybe you've heard and saw this on the news of any of any way and you're wondering oh this is so bad this is not fair this is not good but i don't know what to do to help like this is a way for you to really just step up and be like hey it's time to do something you know and there are things many things you can do many things you can say to people to do to really get yourself out there and helping the community you know and the first step is just being aware and acknowledging that this is an issue this is something that needs to be addressed we need to go and do something about it right that's really the first step is just educate yourself on what's going on it's an ongoing battle black people black lives matter are still fighting their battles we need to support those people as much as we can if you really believe in equality then you need to go out and support those people as best as you can and it's going to be a long battle. It's going to be a slow buildup. But there's a way for us Asian Americans to finally get awareness of who we are as people and how we can be viewed as equals to people, you know. So that's just kind of what's been on my mind lately. Um, 
And so if you guys have any thoughts or anything on this topic that you really want to share with me, go ahead and shoot me a message. You know, I'm always open to conversations like this. You can always find me on Facebook uh, at James on. I don't have a Facebook account, but I have Messenger. So if you want to message me on that, that'll be cool too. But that is all the time that I have for us today, guys. Thanks for listening to the Honest Corgi podcast. As always, you can find me on Spotify podcasts or you can find me on uh, Apple podcasts. Um, Just go to podcasts on the Apple store and look up the Honest Corgi podcast and you will see all my episodes there. You'll see this episode there. Um, Like, review, subscribe. If you guys want to give feedback, I'm so open to feedback. I am vigorously learning on how to become a better podcaster how to become a better talker in these sort of senses so feedback is definitely appreciated i really just want to know i don't have an ego like that where i feel like i have the best podcast i just want to learn and you know be a great conversationalist in the future so yeah guys that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening and tuning in uh look forward to the next episode that is coming up for the honest corner podcast and a continuation of the series so thank you so much guys it's been a pleasure talking with you and i hope this podcast helped see y'all in the next episode peace